0: Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is the Ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. And then go to week 11, praying for the church. Same general idea. How can I pray for God's kingdom? How can I pray for God's kingdom? All right? So, we've prayed for God to send up, to raise up and send out workers. We've prayed for the world around us. How can I pray for God's kingdom? By praying for the church. Pray for the church. Pray for the people of God. We need it. And you can pray for the church locally, your own local church, and globally, and anything in between. First, I have five of these. First, pray for the church's unity. This comes from Romans 15, 5 and 6. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another... "...in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ." This is a prayer. This is a prayer from Paul. "...that you live in harmony with one another, that's in accord with Christ Jesus, and with one voice glorify God." That's a prayer for unity. Second, pray for the church's joy and peace. We need to pray for those things. eh? The peace and joy of the Holy Spirit doesn't come naturally. The Holy Spirit needs to give us that. This comes from Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Boy, that would be a rich memory verse. First of all, may God fill you. If we're going to be filled with these things, God is going to be the one that has to fill us. Joy and peace, and so that the power of the Holy Spirit. And then third, pray for the church's knowledge of Christ and experience of His power. Well, it all centers on this, doesn't it? Knowledge of Christ and the experience of Christ's power in our hearts and lives. And this comes from Ephesians 1, 16-19. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you, see it again? It's something God has to give us, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him, "...having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might." That's really just an outline for a sermon series right there, all those powerful phrases about knowing Christ and experiencing the power and the hope that is in Christ, Pray for the church's unity, for the church's joy and peace, for the church's knowledge of Christ and experience of His power. Two more. Fourth, pray for the church's obedience to God and submission to His truth. That's such a big deal. What's the human impulse? What's the man's natural impulse is to do things our way, right? This not advanced philosophy. We just want to do things our way. What are our ideas? What are our brainstorms? What do you guys think we should do? But we So we need to pray that we'd be obedient to God and submit to his truth to his word. Uh, this comes from first, well this comes from the whole Bible. Your whole Bible is the cross reference on this, right? Worship God and serve God according to his word, not your own ideas. But I've highlighted two two verses here, 2 Corinthians 13:7 7 and 7 through 9. But we pray to God that you may not do wrong. Not that we uh, not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right that we may seem to have failed. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for truth. For we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. Your restoration is what we pray for. There's a specific ministry issue in the church. I'm trying to draw out the spiritual principle in order to deal with that issue or any other issue, is to do what's right. In other words... Before the truth, do what's right, submit to God's truth. Don't just do what we think is right. And then 1 Timothy 3.15, also, if I delay, you may know how one ought to behave in the household of God. Now, isn't our behavior important anywhere, right? Home, out to dinner with friends. But he's singling out here behavior in the household of God. That's just how we treat each other in church which is the church of the living God, a pillar and buttress of the truth. Obedience and submission to truth on a church level, but also the individual level. And finally here, well, at least on my list, I'm sure there's a, a whole host of things we could be praying for for the church. Fifth, pray for the church's leaders and for the spread of the gospel. You know, If we're going to have any true and lasting impact in the world, it will center on the Spread of the true gospel and the Holy Spirit using that true gospel to change hearts and to change lives. So we pray for the leaders and we pray for the spread of the gospel. This comes from, I think I have three verses on this. 2 Thessalonians 3, 1 and 2. Finally, brothers, pray for us. This is Paul writing. Pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored has happened among you and that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men for not all have faith. Paul wanted the word of God to spread and be honored. And then very quickly and very simply 1 Thessalonians 5:25, a short verse, "Brothers, pray for us." That's such a concise and powerful prayer request from Paul. To the church at Thessalonica, brothers, pray for us. And then finally here from Colossians 4.3, at the same time, pray also for us. Pray for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison. As a pastor, I would, I would echo and ricochet these prayer requests from Paul to you and to the church Whenever you pray for me, also be praying for the spread of the word. Because that's what I want to be about. That's what I want our church to be about. Biblically, that's what we must be about. And when you pray for the spread of the word, pray for your leaders. Pray for your pastors. That we would be faithful. That we would be bold. That we would watch carefully our life and our doctrine. So we pray for the church's leaders and for the spread of the gospel.